I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. 35 to win the game! He's got it! The Tigers have won by a point! A kick out to the siren! They've gone bananas at the game! Super Coach and Fantasy Sports Show. You are now listening to the Inside Fantasy Sports Podcast. They were going bananas at the G, and we may go bananas right here in the studio. I am your host, the Super Coach Hawk, Rob Kennedy, for Inside Fantasy Sport. And sitting here is my good mate, Jakey Skidmore. How are you, buddy? Ladies and gentlemen, but no, nah, I'm not going to do that. Shit. That's, that's reserved for Mickey Dell. I can't do that. No, Robbie, how are you, my friend? Uh, no, we are uh, we are here tonight. I'm uh, I am recording exclusively from Fiji, so I'm ready to go. I am uh, more than happy to be here with you, and uh, no, I can't wait for a great show again today. Yeah, I was going to get there. I was going to get there. For anyone watching us on YouTube, you can see I'm sitting here in my lovely Snap Fitness 24-7 Epsom Bendigo hoodie, uh, and my good mate Jake is sitting there in a nice cut-off sleeve shirt, sipping on some JD and enjoying the life of where I would rather be. Now, unfortunately, uh, Mickey Dell isn't with us uh, tonight as we are recording, so whatever time you're listening to us, Welcome. Uh, Mickey is a very hardworking man and, uh, and we wish him all the best that no doubt he will be back in this studio soon, giving you all the stats you need as we lead in to round nine. But we are very privileged to have Mr. Skitty back in the studio with us because 560th last round, mate, is, uh, is a very, very impressive score. Uh, you must have yes, been enjoying sir. every single bit of it last weekend. Okay, Robbie. So I was 
I was sitting there watching every single score and I was loving it to bits. <laughs> so sitting there and I get to sit here and I can say to everybody, yes, I got, I was 560th overall last week. And I would just say that if I did one thing and one thing only, I would have taken out that $1,000 cash prize, 2000 because I was a super coach uh, subscriber. And if I listened to myself and put Noah Anderson as the captain, I would have beaten. I would have beaten it, uh, beaten the top score by about eighty points. Clear. Wow! Wow! Noah's your I boy. Don't have mate. the balls Noah's to do it. <laughs> That's my boy. Yeah, yeah. I must admit. So for Mickey Dell, and this is the fun part that we get to have. Mickey Dell was the one who gave a massive shout out that we need to start looking towards those round fifteen buys. We need to start looking towards your Geelongs and your Gold Coast. Mm -hmm. He put the stamp out there that Noah was the man, and we know that he's your man. We give you a shout-out. I know you listen along every episode. Um, You give us some great feedback, which we do enjoy. Um, And Dell had it ready to go. He had LDU, I think, sitting there. I could be wrong. Don't quote me, but I'm pretty sure it was LDU. He had LDU ready there to pull out and bring Noah in. And he didn't do it, and he's spewing it himself. He still put up a big score, though. He still put up a big he score. He had a beauty. He had a very, very good score. But as I keep saying to him, it would have been better if you had Noah in. Like <laughs> you just got to have Noah in your side. Like this is very true. So but, for everyone listening along, we are going to dive in and talk a lot of fantasy sport today. We're going to give some insights. We're going to bring up Jake's team in a little while just to see what his team's looking like and where it's sitting. We're going to just chew the fat on their teams. If we get a chance, we'll bring up my team as well and have a little bit of a discussion. And through these discussions of talking about our teams, we're very much going to be touching on what players are sitting on the break-even bubble of have played two games, what players are sitting on the one sort of game bubble as well. We'll give everyone a little bit of, dare I say, insight um, before we lead into our live episode that we always try and give you on that Friday before bounce down. So, mate, let's dive in. Um, I'm going to try and bring your team up on the screen for anyone watching us on YouTube, for anyone listening along on your favorite podcast uh, provider, uh, we will talk you through it. So let me try and bring this one up. Um, while we're doing that, talk to me about who did you have as captain last week, mate? Who was your captain? Where was the choice and where did that sit? Yep, absolutely. So first of all, before we get into anything, let's make sure that we get that old like like and subscribe button because, you know, we do this. We love love what we do. We love this shit. (laughs) Uh, Not just Rob, Mickey Dell, all the boys. We love what we do. We make sure that we give that a like and subscribe because, you know, we want to follow what we're doing. And this is the best podcast to be a part of and to be a part with. So... First of all, let's do that. Um, second of all, right, uh, we'll get we'll get stuck into the uh, we'll get stuck into the team. So, yeah, Jordan Dawson. I mean, look, Robbie. How many times do we have to damn say it? Jordan Dawson needs to be in everyone's team. He is sensational. Is he, is, he not? He's the unicorn. He's the unicorn at the he moment. Is. Absolutely. Yep. He is. He just does everything for us. We love to say, and like as we say, we know that I'm a big um, NBA fantasy man. You are, and being in the same state as um, what like Porzingis does um, in NBA fantasy, he just gives you everything. He is all round, and he will just continue to give you scores. So we absolutely love that. 
Uh, I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. Let's let's go through. I'll go through your whole back line just for those that can't see it on the screen first, and then they'll understand where we go. So we've got Jordan Dawson, Nick Dacos, Zeebel. You've obviously moved into your defence. Buckley, which has been one of the greatest pickups of all time, and we'll get into when you got him and at what point. Thank you. Stocker again is repaying those that have had him for a while now. Sincotta has been the one that was a bit of a revelation that after he got those two games Mm -hmm. was a no-brainer to bring in. And then you've got Jimby and Constable sitting in their back line. Now, Correct. you've also got 22 trades remaining. Uh, mm-hmm. Are you down to your – can't tell because obviously it looked like you went to make a move. Are you down to your last boost? How many boosts do you have left? Yeah, so I cheekily uh, did that just so you couldn't see how many boosts I have left. <laughs> but I actually have three. Okay, wow. Wow, you're in yeah, a good spot, I, mate. You're in a great yes. spot. Yes, yeah. we do love to see that. So. Um, Thank God Zebul was able to get over the uh, rumoured uh, plantar fascia that he had because, my God, I know I, I watched actually the ticker on sport, uh, Supercoach on how many people were trading out Zebul earlier in the week. Yep. And they obviously jumped the gun because I really hope they undid those trades because he really made made a statement with that 179 because that is what we love to see. And it's a, it's a mixed bag for me. I give him so much shit, but I love seeing him put up the big scores because it's just ridiculous what he does. It's just stupid. 100%. But it's it's all about, like, the thing that I love about Zebel as well is that what he does is it, it's not unheard of of yeah. Yeah. what he can do. It's all about spoils. It's all about, cont- uh, like, intercept marks. It's all about getting those cheap little kicks around the back line and then he tits up someone else just a little bit up the field. Like, he can do that. He's not going to get 179 every week. But he could easily... He's, his 100s are pretty much, like, set in stone to 80. Like, it's no worries whatsoever. A little reminder to anybody who's joining us for the first time. Welcome, first and foremost, always. Mm-hmm. Uh, we should point out which team you do barrack for. Uh, I there's a slight chance I may go for North Melbourne, and I may watch every. <laughs> Mate, I went on game. and had a look at his. I went and had a look on at his <laughs> halftime score of 96, and you get the heat map. His heat map <laughs> is in the left back pocket, back. left <laughs> yeah. back pocket. But there also wasn't even a dot outside of that heat map. It was all in the left yes. back pocket. It was just like unbelievable. I was like, look, you got to take those scores when you get them. I think. You know, we'll we'll move into your midfield as well. So you got the you got the mm. Bontepellis, the Clayton Olivers, Noah Anderson, mm-hmm. Paddy Cripps, who I've also had since round one, uh, Darcy Parrish, LDU, Hopper, and Ashcroft with Holland's mm-hmm. Baker and Chester sitting there on the bench. Um, mm-hmm. Oops, I've accidentally removed your team. I'll get it back up in a second. That's all right. Um, the other one that I wanted to, because what I wanted to move it into was. We'll scroll it down a little bit further. And then you've got the English Marshall, Madden still there as a mm-hmm. loophole, Taranto, Dunkley, Rosie, Goulden, Sheasel, and then Samson Ryan's actually stepped up a lot lately too with mm. Seamus Mitchell and Robert sitting on the bench. Talk us yes. through where is where is your mood? Like if you had to look at your defense, your mids, mm. and I'll put the rucks or the forwards, what area is your next area that you want to fix? Like what, I mean, you've just put up a massive score, but what do you look at when you look at this team? So when I look at it right now, um, I am going, I'm lo- I think I'm looking straight at the back line. 
that's where I'm looking at. I'm not fully sold on Buckley down there as well. And I need to get a little bit more reassurance. So what has happened is as well, and I have been saying this since the last time I was on the pod, Rob, and you will attest to this for me. Noah Anderson must fucking be in everyone's teams. I don't know how many times I have to say it. Noah Anderson. Hello to all our children. Hello to all our children listening along out there. <laughs> Sorry. Content warning. Content warning. Noah Anderson has to be in everyone, everyone's teams now that Tukmula is out. I was saying it yep. when I was on, on this pod last time, which I believe was round two or three. Yep. And I was saying yep. Noah Anderson must be in everyone's teams. But now that Tukmiller is gone for however many weeks he is, I don't care. Noah Anderson must be in your team. Noah is, he's always been showing this light. And it, now it's just showing how good he can actually be without him in there. So, and last week they were playing Melbourne. Hang on, Rob. Sorry. Yeah, no, you're off. But they were playing Melbourne last week, right? Melbourne. Probably one of the best teams that we've seen in the last three or so years. And he put up 189. Yep. Imagine. No, you're not imagine gonna get, you're what not he's going to do this week against West Coast. Yeah, you're not going to get an argument from me. The one thing I yeah. will say, the one thing I will say that's been noticed a lot, though, like when they play a weaker mm. team, is sometimes that's when the numbers come down a little bit. And uh, I think... Um, you know, Clayton Oliver was one to attest for that, that it can come down. They've got yes. Brisbane and the Bulldogs after that. Let's, I, I'm not yeah. disagreeing with you at all. So, especially yeah. at the moment, he's sitting at 605K. He's got a break mm. even of nine. So, the the, mm. the dollar signs are going to go massively yep. up. Yep. Took's to come back. So, what do you tell somebody that's got the fear factor of Took to come back? Where, where's your head with that? See, the thing in my eyes is I've been such a big Noah Anderson fan for so many years now where I I would say to them don't dismiss the fact that Took is coming back but if you like if Took comes back and you, I reckon you can still ride it for like a week or so right because yep. yep. I reckon Noah can still give you probably about 110 120 roughly with took in that side but yeah. i want to i want to see how gold coast run everything when uh when they're both in there i know i know he's put up a score of i think it was 120 when took was in there and then he also yep. put up an 89 as well yep so i do like i have trust in noah to put up the scores and i know he can do it but i want to just also see, hey, I want to see him do it consistently because I know you want that out of your primos. Yep. So we have to see that every single day. But if Noah keeps playing the way that he is, and as I said, when he when Took went out, it's Noah's time to shine. And I know he's going to give me those scores. So at least we're going to make a fair bit of cash that we can then sit there and go, okay, if Noah's not making these scores, we can then look towards maybe like a Petrarca or something like that. Like I know yep. I have Clary in the team, but we have those options because this was always, I didn't expect 189, but I knew it was going to be a big score. You know what I mean? So let's, so let's play a game. I love it. It's good. Yep. 
Mm-hmm. I, I, th- I think this is a no. I think this is a no-brainer. I feel like this is a yes or no question. The first one I'm going to play, and then I'll play a game. Mm-hmm. Okay. Hit if me. you were thinking about bringing Noah Anderson in, it must be this week. Yes. Hit me. That, but that's the question, isn't it? Like that. If you're, if you, if you're going to bring him in, it must be this week. If you miss this week, you don't bring him in anymore because he's projected 100. to jump. 51,000. He's at 605 at the moment. He's projected to go up to 651 with the idea of Took still coming back mm-hmm. at some point, right? So, yes, if you're bringing yeah. him in, yes, yes it has to be yes. this week. Yep. Now, yep. let's play a 100%. game that people out there don't have as much flexibility as you with their team at the moment. And they're mm-hmm. only bringing in um, primos that they know they're keeping for the rest of the year. So, let's have a look yep. at around that price range and play the game mm-hmm. of a few players. So, Yep. No, you got Sam Walsh at 615k. You if, got if he... Yep. Yeah, okay. So no, go, go ahead. No, you go. You've you got, go. You got Caleb Sarong at 613. Mm-hmm. You've got Tom Green at 560. And you've got I had one more there. No, oh, and you've got Lockie Neal at 593. Mm-hmm. So I've given you two that are slightly over him. One that's pretty way under in 40k under, and one that's hovering around. But they're all guys who are playing with their full side mm. and have been known performers before. Tom Green's mm. kind of had his breakout year this year, but he's a fair man. Mm. Where's your thoughts when you hear that? Now I'm not I'm not trying to talk about Noah Anderson. I'm I'm on board, but just for our listeners who are starting to go. They have the took factor in the back of their yep. mind. Where's yep. your head at when you hear those names? And I've actually picked out guys who aren't in your team either. Yes, and I I love that as well because these are the players that I have got a very, very close eye on, Rob. A Absolutely. very close eye on. So when it comes to Sarong... Um, oh, I Yeah, but Neil, I am... I've always got an, an eye on Neil, okay? Because everyone has, if you're ever playing Supercoach and you want to be successful in Supercoach, you always have to have an eye on Neil and know what's going on. If his price drops to a, like, to a, like, five... Five, nine, three. <laughs> what's it? It's at five, nine, three now. Five, nine, three. He's dropped 82,000 this year. He dropped, and he oh. dropped 44, and he dropped 44.6 just last week alone. Oh jeez, I tell you that all—that's almost compelling. But He's I, at, but I would... and I'll say this because we're going to get here in a second. We're going to yep. start talking about bubbles. Like I actually feel this is nearly a week where some people have to like, especially if trades are tight. I actually feel like this is the week that you should sort of just be careful not doing anything or just doing mm. one. Is a Noah yep. Anderson if you can do that yep. upgrade because there's not too many on the bubble, and we'll get there in a second. But yep. Lucky Neil's break right even is still. His break even still one forty nine. He could go down yeah. another fifteen k. Yep. yep. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, as I said, always have the eye on Lockie Neal. Lock and Brisbane are playing Essendon this week. Okay. So yes. I would, I would leave Lockie Neal until next week, mm-hmm. personally. But mm-hmm. if I was going to go through and I had and especially and Sarong as well. Sarong has got Sydney this week. I don't want a bar of sarong this week. Yeah, I, I would. Agree. I agree. Yeah, I would much rather like. I would much rather have my cash and watch the score of what Anderson's going to do, especially 
Anderson's got West Coast this week, okay? Yeah, yeah. I've yeah. been saying it for weeks, but this is, as I always say, I want to see how it plays out. Anderson, right, has been playing against good teams the last couple of weeks, and he's been going like what? I think it was like 132. He had an 89 when Took got injured against North, but he had like 60 or something like that in the second quarter, and then he went for mm. a 189 against uh, Melbourne. So I want to see how he goes against a bottom-level team in West Coast because yep. I want to see if he goes – if he's going to be like Oliver or if he's going to be like Petrarca because yep. we know what they both do. They do – Oliver is always against bottom-level teams. Petrarca is against uh, – sorry, Oliver is against the top-level teams. Petrarca is against the bottom-level teams. Yep. So – there was Sarong, there was Neil, there was Walsh. Walsh, okay. Sammy Walsh. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. That's the one I'm looking at. Okay, I know I've said it all along. Anderson has to be in your team. You have to get Noah Anderson in. But if there's any person I would upgrade him to, it's Sam Walsh. Because Sam Walsh is Mr. Consistent. And there's nothing that's going to change that. He can't be tagged. It doesn't matter who comes into the midfield, whether it's Chera, whether it's Cripps, whether it's Hewitt. Don't give a shit who it is. Sam Walsh is going to do what he does. He's going to get 28. He's going to get six uh, six tackles. He's just going to keep doing his thing. And if he kicks a goal, then he's going to go from 118 to 130. No worries. That's just Sam Walsh. So he's the one I'm keeping an eye on. But other than that, no, I've just done and a really, I've done a really quick look while you're going through that. I think the mm-hmm. only, if you're doing a trade this week, it's mm-hmm. Noah Anderson. The yep. others, the others, nearly have to be looked at. I mean, Sam Walsh has still got to play the Western Bulldogs, Collingwood, Sydney, Melbourne in the next four weeks. Oh shit! That's I know, bad. I know, Fremantle have Sydney, Geelong, and someone else in the top that are top rated as well. Um, yeah, they've got that. tough games coming up. So if, mm. what I'm saying to the listeners is if you're if you're making a move this week and you want to bring in, you know, a primo and you're not sort of, you know, still needing to bring in Clayton Oliver or something like that, then Noah mm. Anderson's your guy. If you're now mm. starting to be a little bit strategic and just holding on for a little while, and like, look, Noah Anderson can stay until round 15 and then maybe you make that exactly. move up. Um, but yeah, yeah, there are some interesting players there, which is good. Are you, is, is for you... Uh, have you got your eye on anyone? So you talked a lot about obviously you've got like a stocker and a Buckley in the back line. Who are yep. you looking? Who are you looking as your upgrades for your back line? Who who are your backs that you feel good about? 
Yeah, I, so I've been thinking about this a fair bit, and I was always kind of like, yeah, Soccer's doing Soccer's doing enough, isn't he? Like he's he he's been solid down there. He he, he doesn't drop under like seventy or anything like that. As I said in the first time that I was on it, uh, Buckley, I was like, I was pretty happy about until Davis came back. But yep. now I'm a little, I'm a little bit worried about how Haynes is going. Even though Buckley is getting those scores, I'm worried about how Haynes is going to start like taking more of the responsibility from Buckley because yep. it's just nat- it's naturally how it's going to happen. Do you agree with that? Absolutely, yeah, I agree. I just the the point that I'm getting towards is is you're in the primo echelon now. So you're yeah. in the elite players who are scoring big scores that there comes a point where Stocker's done his job. He's averaging yeah. 75.4. Great. He's got your cash. Buckley's done an amazing job. He's got bulk cash, but he's averaging 88.6. At what right. point do you start going, all right, I need to stay in that upper echelon. Like you look at your midfielders, you've got Hopper and Ashcroft as your weakest two on field. At some yep. point, you're going to go to an upper an upper primo. When you look at that, who are those people? So I'm going to, I'm going to run off a couple okay. of names. Like I'm trying to look yep. at your team, Dawson, Dacos, Zebel. Like are you looking at the Luke Ryan, the Tom Stewart, the Jake Lloyd, Adam Saad, um, Jack Sinclair is obviously jumping up a bit lately as well. Mm. Like, James Sicily. So players who have dropped in a bit of value. Sicily's dropped 87,000. Jack Sinclair's mm. still minus 82. So they're both sitting in just the mid fives, 530 mm. and 540. Um, Sard's dropped lately. He's at 530. Jake Lloyd's at 530, and he's been going back to his own own ways. But then you jump up. So you jump right up to Tom Stewart, who's yeah. above 600,000 now, but you know what you yeah. get from him. Where's yeah. your head at with that downgrade upgrade kind of game plan for yourself? Okay, so mine is is very much in the echelon of looking at a few certain players because I want I want players that are going to do not just the sleep like the the, the cheap slut kicks. All right. Yep. So when we look yep. at cheap like kicks, we're looking at Saad. He is elite at that. Dacos is obviously elite at that as well. But we, I want someone that as well will take that intercept mark as well. Like some, like not all the time. I want them to have more of the sleep uh, of the slut kick than the intercept mark. But I want them to be able to do both, yep. right? Because that's what's going to get us a bit more of a score. Buckley is obviously doing a very, very good job in the fact that he's taking more intercept marks than he's getting to the slut kicks. Yep. But I w- when I'm going to upgrade him and Stocker, right, I'm not going to do um, Chincotta yet because shout out to Damo, Damo Carroll. My boy, you only said it was going to happen since round two, but it got there eventually. He's in. Let's go. So but what, I've, what I've noticed, Rob, and I don't know if you noticed this as well, Sars not having the same impact as no, he, hasn't. he hasn't. As he would with I don't know if it's because of the injury or if it's because Chin Cotter's in the team and he's doing the same thing that Sard would, where he's pushing up onto the wing and then getting those those extra. I kicks. reckon I reckon Carlton have done a little bit of they're moving people around a little bit. You can see yeah. Chera's kind of gone a little bit back and yeah. then mid. You can see Doherty's going a little bit back, a little bit mid. Um, so yeah. I don't think they have that, which which is good. If we're going to talk footy over Supercoach, it's like 
exactly. it's good that they're starting to show a little bit more variety. But yes, Sard's been less inactive. So yeah. I think at some point, I think at some point you have to put a Tom Stewart in your team. I think you can't not. I think you've got yourself in a good enough spot that you can put Tom Stewart into your side and you know what you're going to get from him. I think mm. you've got that ability to put another primo in your midfield, which will come up soon. And then, you know, at some point, like, you know, Samson Ryan's not going to be scoring you 119, like 104s or whatever he got last time. Like at some <laughs> point, he's going to have to go, you know, what do I what do I do there? The other question I'll put to you is this, mate, is where's your head mm. at with your with your ruck brigade? So Marshall's yeah. doing a job, but again, mm. do you start looking at a Max Gorn now at the price that he's at. Mm. Can so, I just can uh, I just go back really quickly yeah, yeah. to yeah. Uh, Tommy to Tom Stewart from July? Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Go. This is your I'm show, not, mate. Like, You're on. You're the special <laughs> guest. This is your show. You, you, you. No. You can, I'm I'm just the presser here, mate. Asking the question that says, you know, no. tell me how you played in the NBA game today, and they start talking about what they had for dinner the night before. <laughs> it's your answer, mate. You take us wherever you want. No, Robbie, Robbie, this is where you're <laughs> wrong because you're always the mastermind behind all this shit. Like, you are the man behind everything. Uh, you Mickey, made... Dell makes me look, Mickey Dell makes me look good, mate. It's all good. Mate, you're the man behind it, right? You're the man behind it, and you saw what happened when Mickey Dell took over. It was and brilliant. Ryan, it was brilliant. Ryan come on and told everyone to pick up Chase Jones. All right? It, it, was it was brilliant. went to shit. It was brilliant. I sat there and I listened and I enjoyed intently that I'm going to be welcomed back. But nah, Tom Love Stewart, you, Hammer. Tom, Tom Stewart. Love you, Hammer. Okay, so what I so look, I'm a massive, massive, massive Tom Stewart fan. I love Tommy Stewart. Okay, I reckon he is not. He is one of the best defenders in the AFL right now. He's also one of the hottest blokes in the AFL right now because his mo is fantastic. I love Tommy Stewart. But the reason why I'm staying clear of Tom Stewart now is because Geelong are like fully pulling away from the game style that they had two years ago when Tom Stewart was the guy for Supercoach. Okay? He's not doing the same shit that he was. They're looking for either side of the wing. When Tom Stewart was the guy, they'd always go, okay, kick out was either Tom Stewart and he'd kick it to wherever the hell he wanted or they'd go Zach Tui. Then Zach Tui would kick it straight to Tom Stewart. Tom Stewart would then kick it down the wing. They're not doing that anymore. They're trying to use more of a uh, let's open up the ground kind of move that you see normally from like Collingwood or Clarko's trying to employ in North Melbourne. That's not there yet or like Hawthorne from Sam Mitchell or something like that. They're trying to use more of that where they'll do a couple of more chip kicks around and it's not giving you the same scores that Tom Stewart would normally be accustomed to. So I'm more looking at Luke Ryan because Luke Ryan is doing what Tom Stewart was doing two years ago. Yep. They either let him kick the ball in and he will find a kick or if you watch every single time, whoever's kicking the ball in, Matt, whether it be Henry or whoever the hell it is, they kick it straight to Ryan and then Ryan does the kick and he'll kick yep. it over 50 metres and then that's where you'll get your scores from. So that's why Ryan is scoring so much like on those possessions. So I want to see, I, I, I'd rather be with Ryan just because of the fact that I've seen him do it for now 
eight rounds in a yep. row, that that's exactly what Freo would implement. Mate, I think I think I think it's a really good shout. I think it's a really yep. good shout. I think there's a lot of there's yep. a lot of truth behind it. That no matter how yep. Fremantle are trying so to. So what's speed Ro- up, what's Ryan like, at right now? Uh, I'll get him up in a second. I've got Max Gorn sitting on my screen at the moment. I think he's around a similar price. I think he's a little bit less than Tom Stewart. Last time I think I was looking, he was around the five ninety okay. mark. Um, yep. I will bring it up in a little bit. Um, yep, that's all right. Max Max Gorn sitting at five hundred twelve thousand dollars now. Um, he's got a break even of I think around uh, ninety, if I saw correctly just before. It might have even been a little bit less. Um, yep. At what point do you start looking at your team and going? Has Marshall been consistent enough to give you that confidence to hold on to him? And at what point do you jump on an absolute legend like Max Gorn? Or do you get concerned that at some point they're just going to rest Max Gorn so you just don't go there? That is the $1,000 question in Supercoach right now, Robbie. That is I try to deliver the goods, mate. I try to deliver the goods and I bring on the high-scoring players to see what's (laughs) in their head. That is what we do here on Insight Fantasy Sport. Absolutely, they do. And that's why you should always click the subscribe button down there. So <laughs> Absolutely. That's, yeah, Luke, mate, that's, to give you the answer, though, Luke Ryan's at 587. So that's not a bad shout. You heard it here. 587, yeah. Skitty is mm. telling you to get on Luke Ryan over Tom Stewart at the moment. So that's good. Absolutely. But, yeah, where's your million-dollar question with your ruck depot at the moment, mate? Do you yeah. just stay with the combo that you got um, and make those decisions later in life? So, basically... I'm. I've been tossing this up for a, a fair while now. I'm. I'm certain. I have never been more certain. Actually, no, that's a lie. But I've never been more certain this year with a ruckman than I am with Tim English. Tim English is a must. Okay, there oh, is yeah. no events oh, yeah. or buts. Yeah. I don't. I don't care who you are. If you go for whatever team, you have to have Tim English as your number one ruck. Like, yep. Tim English is solid. No worries. I know there was a few people at the start of the year where they went, oh, we don't know what Rory Love's going to do. All right, look, I'll say it right now. Shout out to you, Cameron. Rory Love is a fucking cone. Sorry, I apologize for the swearing, but Rory Love, cone. Um, he's not doing anything. Tim English is doing his thing. As always, it's all good. And the thing that I'm doing now, right, I'm... with you, Rob. I am tossing and turning. Am I going to stay with Marshall or do I go to Gorn? Because Marshall is, Marshall's doing what he needs to do, right? And he's doing it well. And you can see where his score is going to come from and consistently come from. But why the hell is Ross Lyon subbing him out so much? Like he he subs him out yeah. all the time. Well, because I mean, he's well. One, I think he only officially subbed him once, didn't he? But he's he's, no, he's trying to he's take subbed him three times, three times. Has he really? Has he three really? times. Right. He's yep. um. Yeah, look, I think he's just taking care of him. He's got a guy that sits in the ruck pretty all day, and um, I think he's very important. I think he Ross Lyon knows that. So, he you, doesn't are you worried about that? Yeah, I'm less worried about it than. I think at the moment I've got other dilemmas with my team with how many trades I've got left and where I still need to build up some primos that I can sit on a little bit longer. But if I was sitting if I was sitting in the top 1% at the moment, like you did with your round score last last week, 560, 
I'm I'm starting to see a point of difference is starting to become my ruck duo. That yeah. if he does get subbed and I've got a Max Gorn, or do I look at the Wits English combo? Where's Wits sitting at in his situation? Does that give me that little bit of point of difference to those other one percent teams? As you just said, you were a captain's decision away from being number one. Maybe you weren't yeah. a captain's decision away. You were just one player away. Do you know what I yeah. mean? From making that change where your captain doesn't become as important as being the be all and end all of whether you get that top spot or not. It's just giving people things to yeah. think about that if they've got a few more trades up your sleeves, don't just settle yeah. with your set and forget ruck. I normally am that way. And look, he's doing a good enough job. Just giving people a little bit of thought. Anyway, mate, yeah, I'm just, absolutely. I'm very, but also very, let me just say, yeah, go. So, Rob, let me just say really quick as well. You're wrong. If if I were if I had the trades to do it this week, let's just remember as well. If you don't have wits in your team, this is the week to bring him in. He's playing okay. West Coast, and yeah. Bailey Williams yeah. is not that bloke. Where we've seen on constant and constant and constant times again that ruck, big Ruckmans and good Ruckmans will put up big scores against West Coast, right? Yep. Marshall's done yep. it. Grundy's done it. Uh, Gorn's done it. Like, we've seen these good Ruckmans do it time and time again. If you're going to bring in wits, this is the week. And if you're going to ship him off the week after, if you've got the trades to do it, this is the week, 100%. Right. So, aware of time, mm-hmm. love Love everything you're bringing. We're going to wrap this up in about five, ten minutes. I'm going to go to the players on the bubble here, and there aren't many. And this is where we start talking trades, what people are going to do. And I'm, I really want your insight to this, mate. Um, mm. I love I love the name of our podcast, Insight Fantasy Sport. But now I say, so I. I say Insight all the time, and I'm trying to not give it like I'm saying it because it's the name. I just like saying Insight. <laughs> anyway, I digress. So... Shinkata, surely people have – I'll go through them quickly. Yep. Yes, yes, yep. no, Shinkata. maybe so. However, we want okay. to play this game, mate. Shinkata is an obvious one. People, if you haven't had him already, you're not playing the game close enough. But if you have sort of forgotten, mm-hmm. bring him in. He's still at a minus 57 yep. break even, correct? Yep. Was he at 100, 170K? Uh, he's still at – he's at 178K still. So it's not a Get bad bring in. Yeah, it's, if you him haven't in. got him, bring him in. doesn't matter. Bring him in. Bring him in. Charlie Constable, we all know the situation there. Everyone's kind of holding and hoping he gets back in. But this is the blokes and the people that came out. Where's your mindset at with a Rory Atkins at 203,900? He's got a break even of minus 42, and he's got an mm. average of 79, scoring 68 last week. So, uh, Atkins, I'm. I don't bloody know. I have no idea with Rory Atkins. It's like. He he did a job at Adelaide, and now he's just doing that at at like at Gold Coast. Like, what are you like? I can't expect any more from him. I'm not touching him myself. There you go. That, that's want... your, that's your, no, that's your answer. Yeah, it's a no. I'm from not you. touching. I'm not touching him. It's a no from you. Good. I like that. Um, Corey Wagner. Well, we don't know until he gets picked again. Dylan mm-hmm. Williams got himself back in the side for a little bit. This is what I'm getting at, mate. There's no one else really sitting here. Ned Moyle's not no. getting back in the side. What are you doing with – okay, so obviously the other one people are talking about is uh, Blake Drury. He's only played one game. Yep. He got a 51. 
every man his dog's bringing him in this week for you know your Jacob Van Roo and your Fergus Green is yep. still the most trade move. Are yep. you a are you a move him in this week or are you a wait until he plays two and gets named for three? I am normally I would say no on jury just because I'm I'm not having I'm not having it at all. But this week is a is an exception. If you have Jacob Van Ruin in your team, you get him the out and you bring in Drury. I don't, I'm not, I, as a North Melbourne man myself, I cannot say with 100% certainty that he's going to get a game next week. But there's no one else that you can really go with unless you, unless you don't have Chincotta. Unless you don't have, look, I personally, I'll take Kemp. I'll take Brody Kemp over Drury, right? Just because I would be, I, I believe Carlton are going to give him a another go. Yep. Because I don't, I I'm not, uh, I'm not a hundred percent certain I that Clarko. Yeah, I, mean, so I wouldn't, I wouldn't touch him. I mean, that's a hundred and thirty-four thousand dollar difference right now when people are trying to look to do downgrade upgrades. Brody Kemp's on two forty-five. Kemp's, Kemp's on 245. Oh, sorry. Yeah, no, that's you know, my honest. Oh, my, my, honest my honest answer here, mate, is unless you are frothing at the bit, which I'm sure if anyone's listening along to this podcast, you've made them froth at the bit over mm. Noah Anderson. If you must do a downgrade mm. to get that in and then Drury's the guy that you go for, go for it. No, it's a must. Yeah. If sorry, I can if, quote if Kemp, sorry. Yeah. I didn't realize Kemp that was, was that much. Yeah, yeah. You, you've got. If you don't have Chin Cotter in your team, the only other person, if you have Van Ruin, right, yep. you have to bring in Chin Cotter if you already have him. No, if you have Drury, you bring in Drury. We've yep. got a couple of weeks away into Wardlaw, but from a North standpoint, like you, I can, I can not, I cannot say with a hundred percent certainty that uh, Drury is not going to be like a constable. Because he very, very well might. I'll say this. This is my take. My take mm. is, and I, if I can quote, and I, I, I won't say his name because I refuse to most of the time, but if I can quote someone <laughs> from our, our chat group, I'm the guy that you might not want to bring at a party, right? I'm the guy that you might not want to bring But what I'm going to say is this is your whole, this is your hold week. Unless yeah. you've got the money yeah. in the bank to do your straight upgrade, like, mm -hmm. you know, a set of field to a nowhere Anderson or something like that, because you've yeah. got the money in the bank. This is not your downgrade week. Wait. Unless you really mm -hmm. have enough cash that you can do the downgrade to a Rory Atkins and you're going to take that chance, cool. Mm -hmm. Go for it. But this is your hold week. Let Drew play yeah. another game. Then bring yep. him in and do the money change. Have a look at what injuries happen in the game. You know, people brought in Dangerfield. He's done a hammy. Wait and yeah. see. Don't go and burn another boost or another lot of trades before we get to buy rounds. Don't forget the DPPs are coming up again in round 12. We're not that far away. Hold your trades a little bit if you can. Don't just go and chase the big score this mm -hmm. week. It's a marathon, yep. not a sprint, because I don't think this is a week. Because the other thing I would say to people, if they haven't moved on Matt Roberts yet, he only got himself up to oh. the 148. But if you get the guarantee that Drury comes in for his third game, that's yeah, a 50, yeah. that's a nearly 50K downgrade for someone who's never going to play a game again this season, yeah. most likely. He's got a bad injury, probably doesn't get into Sydney's side back after that for crunch time. Downgrade mm. him to a Drury, get your dead rookies back on track again, 
and still be able mm. to upgrade somebody from there. That is my take, and I'm sticking to it. Um, and everybody else can go and do what they want. And they might be able to call me up and go, Rob, I'm ahead of you right now. Rob, I'm ahead of you right now. Cool. You know what? I'm going to be the tortoise who comes in when you've run out of trades and hopefully mm. pick you at the line. Like that's my plan at the moment. And I'm also going to make that move during buy reap because as much as people think they're thinking about it, they're not. Rob Doe? Yeah. Do you mind? No one's heard that, no one's heard that name on the podcast. Is yeah, story? yeah, yeah, shit. That's fine. I, I, I that's fine. That I like it. Like, play, on. play on. That's a, that's a little Rob 2K Doe. shout out to everybody that's playing along. Rajon Rob Doe is where that came from. Play on. 2K Rob Doe, baby. Um, <laughs> do you mind if we – are you able to bring up your team right now? Because I'd love I'm to not, see – I've got to I gotta wrap this podcast up in a little bit, mate. We're, we're at that point. We're at that point, oh, mate. I, I don't want to – we can go another but, hour talking about my team. I will get you back on, mate, but I'm going to give you the final word before I wrap up this podcast. Any oh, major no final thoughts out to our listeners? I would just like to say a massive thank you to Rob and Mick for allowing me to do what I'm able to do. I was hope that I brought a little bit of uh, sunshine and a bit of happiness into your lives as well. <laughs> at the modern, uh, sorry, at the Insight Fantasy Sports Podcast. You're good. You're good. Um, I hope that uh, anything that I've said has been able to translate to you guys in a positive way. And I hope that you all did as I said and brought in Noah Anderson when I told you to bring in Noah Anderson because he is the man. And uh, Robbie, you know, mate, I've always got so much love for you, my boy. Uh, anytime you need me back, I'm here. So Absolutely. And I hope Absolutely, that you get- mate. No. You've always bring sunshine. You always bring raw emotion, which we love. And this is what this podcast is all about, bringing people's different insights to what's going on, different thought processes, different approaches. I love how you back yourself. Me and Mick talked about it earlier in the week or at the end of the games last week. If we're going to make a mistake, make a mistake backing your gut. And that is what you've yeah, done. Buddy. You haven't actually made mistakes. You've gone and got a bloody right. So stick to your gut, mate. Back yourself to everybody out there. As much as you want to talk to us on the Twitter sphere and all those kind of things, do it. Get the, yeah. the get the answers that you want to hear, but make your decision. Stick to your gut. Subscribe. Listen to everybody listening along to our sponsors, the Standard Squeeze, Snap Fitness. Much love and respect. This has been the Insight Fantasy Sport Podcast. Peace out. Yeah.